I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is episode 97 of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Bonato and Roxy Hayes. How to master the art of the pitch meeting. The next episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Arts Academy podcast. I am Dean Victor Bernardo. This is headmistress Roxy Hayes. Yes, me. Yeah, that is you. All right. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about the art of the pitch meeting, what a pitch meeting is, and how to uh, kick it in the booty. <laughs> yep, kick those pitch meetings in the booty. All right. Um, so first of all, why don't we talk about uh, just generally like fill people in on what we're talking about, like what a pitch meeting is all about. Okay. Yes. I'm going to drink oh. some water while you start. Oh, me do. Okay. Me do. Why did I? <laughs> All right, everybody. So what a pitch meeting is, is a meeting generally uh, with a network or it could be with a, just a human um, where you're giving them your idea for whatever the project is. You're pitching the project. Listen. Yeah, I would, I would say that. I lost my notes. <laughs> Me do. What is going on? I lost my notes. I feel like that was good though. Well, I would say that I would say that a pitch meeting is usually the way I think about a pitch meeting is you are trying to get someone to give you a give you money for your idea often. Mm. Or I mean, if we're talking business, of course, a pitch meeting can be like we're pitching for this contract, I'll schooly boop doo. But it can also be, a, but but for the entertainment world, often it's like the the type of pitch meeting I encounter the most is usually me pitching to someone else an idea for like some sort of show or project that's you know some sort of entertainment project. Like that's what I do a lot. Um, and I, uh, but pitch meetings can also be informal, uh, because when you network with people correctly, you could also do informal pitch meetings and we'll talk mm-hmm. about that as well. But there are pitch meetings where people like set, set you up. They're like, Hey, you know, come to this place at this time, have your materials prepared and pitch to us. Okay. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot. Uh, and uh, this is what you should do. Uh, when you uh, when that happens, okay. So, first of all, uh, I would say know who you're pitching to. Okay, mm-hmm. if you are going to a pitch meeting at say, uh, let's just say you're going to a pitch meeting at Comedy Central, mm-hmm. I would look at what Comedy Central is putting out recently if you're pitching a tv show to comedy central but this applies to anything if you're pitching if you're pitching a live comedy tour to a distributor anything like whoever you're pitching to look them up and know what they're doing okay and so if it's a tv show you want to look at the type of stuff that they're releasing 
uh, read articles about them. Uh, new, see if you can find out if they have like issued any mandates for the type of shows they like. Look up, look up people on, uh, look up people who work on shows on that sh on that uh, network, and look them up on LinkedIn and see mm -hmm. if you have any connection to them. If you really want that information, you can greatly, um, <laughs> this, I mean, this is going to sound uh, a little diabolical, but I'm going to tell you anyway, oh. you can greatly increase your chances of having a good pitch meeting. If you really know what's going on inside the head of that person whom you're pitching to, because usually they'll be working at the company and then someone will say something like, you know, at one, at one point, if we don't get a show uh, on the air right now about robots, this is, this whole thing is over. Cause like maybe not exactly that happened, but usually something like that happens. Either they have a mandate for diversity or they have a, they have a mandate they have a mandate that they only want uh, 30 minute comedies, you know, like who knows, like there are, there are tons of things that are hand down at uh, networks and they change every couple of months. Uh, I believe. In fact, I actually have a um, part of one of my, one of the, one of some of my representation, sometimes they will let me like see the actual lists that companies send out where they're like, they want this, they want this, like, and that's what it is right now. So if you don't have access to something like that, uh, then I would say the best, the next best thing you can do is just read and just, just read and just research who you're pitching to. Uh, just get as much information as you can before you do the pitch. You'll do so much better in the pitch. All right. Uh, then I would say uh, when you're in the pitch meeting, you should have good materials. Now, when I say good materials, I think you should have a great pitch deck. And if you've got video, I don't care what kind of pitch meeting you're going to, like who you're pitching with, if you can add video on top of whatever it is, uh, you definitely have a higher mm -hmm. chance of people doing whatever it is you want to do or saying yes. Uh, it's just the way it is now, just because uh, everyone is so visual and, and everyone is watching videos all the time. If you have a video that demonstrates whatever it is it really really helps and i would i would i would challenge you to uh come up with a pitch meeting situation that would not be made better with a video i mean it's the way it is and that's that's not to say that i do i have videos with everything i pitch i do not but i do know that if uh, the ticket is the the ticket price is high enough, I will have a video. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna make a video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when I pitch TV shows, I have a video because that could be millions of dollars. And so mm -hmm. when I pitch a TV show, often it has a video until I get to the point where I'm so successful that I don't even have to pitch a TV show with videos. With <laughs> I can just write it on a napkin and be like, "This is my <laughs> idea." Like, yes, Hopefully. do it. If you want to know more about making making a pitch deck in general, you can go to the episode "How to Write a Pitch Deck" that mm -hmm. we actually have 
So just look back in there. In fact, it's probably one of the most viewed episodes, uh, viewed or listened to episodes of our show, How to Write a Pitch Deck. So you mm -hmm. could totally just go back and uh, jam on that episode. Jam on it. Jam on it. Um, okay, so people have wondered whether or not uh, pitch meetings are nerve-wracking, and your first couple definitely are. Mm -hmm. uh, have you... How 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 are you at pitch meetings right now? Like, are you, do you get nervous at all or no? Um, yeah, very, extremely, very. Um, I will say, you know, the informal pitch meetings are are way better because they're usually like over dinner, they're over, you know, drinks or something like that. Yeah, it's just like a conversation. Um, but I, yeah, whenever I, I've only had a few, but um, I get very, very, very nervous, and then sometimes even throughout, I'll get nervous. Um, but it kind of goes away because I, I overly prepare for stuff like that. So I already thought about, which I know we're going to get into, but like if you already go in there anticipating questions and stuff like that, it kind of eases the nerves. Uh, oh, you mean if you go in there anticipating questions? Yeah. Like if you kind of already like make a list of questions that you think they're going to ask and you have your pitch deck ready um, the more confident you are going in, you're you're a little less nervous when, once you start talking because you can answer their questions. I agree. It, that is that is a good thing. If you are going to a pitch meeting, know your material backwards and forwards. Mm -hmm. um, All the way. Yeah, you should just know it. You should just know it very, very well. And um, preparing for those questions is a good thing. Uh, but I. For me, I don't get as um, I don't get as anxious at pitch meetings anymore. When I started out, I definitely was uh, freaking out <laughs> at every pitch meeting, <laughs> and then now I do that thing where I forget what book this comes from, but this is just like a way for people to get over the, their anxiety about things like that. Is just act like it's your job, and someone is telling you to you know, like, like for instance, if if I were warner brothers and you worked for me at warner brothers and i told you to go to a pitch meeting you wouldn't be nervous because it would be your job you get what i'm saying uh, yeah and so when you do that when you think about well this is my job you know i have to do this so it's my job and so mm -hmm. that calms me down and that has been the, that has like since i started thinking like that it has calmed me down in pitch meetings and calmed mm -hmm. me down on a lot of things i just start thinking well it's my job so yeah. i'm not i'm not I don't have anxiety about doing my job. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just do it. I don't know if that works for anybody else. I mean, that's cool. Cause it kind of takes away the, it, it almost creates like a disconnect, which sometimes you need when you're explaining your ideas. I think sometimes yeah. we get as artists, um, we'll be like, this is my life's work and this is my passion. So we get very passionate about it. And when we're talking to people and they, they're not seeming like they're sharing our same interests, it can kind of get discouraging. And I know that's kind of when I'm, when I get anxious and stuff, like when I feel like I'm explaining something and I worked hard on it and people aren't really understanding what I'm saying, I get kind of anxious, but I do think that is a good idea. It's like, well, this is my job. And when it's your job, you care, but you don't care as much um, as you do if it's your thing. So I think that disconnect does help or take it as personal. I should say not care, but you don't take it as personally. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that it's just like, I mean, it is literally your job. If you're doing a pitch meeting and the pitch, the result of the pitch meeting could pay you, it is your job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's literally your job. So just, just 
be less nervous when you treat it like that. Like it, it is, it's just your job. Mm-hmm. Um, so do your job. Do your job. <laughs> uh, the handling uh, questions at a pitch meeting, uh, you talked about this a little bit already, and that is you have to be ready to answer those questions. You should try and anticipate any question mm-hmm. uh, that you have. But if there's a question that you don't know the answer to, what do you do, Roxy? Um, okay, I don't know if this is the right thing to do. Uh, if, if it's something like I absolutely have, uh, no idea about, I'll say, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure, but I can look into that and figure it out and I'll get back to you. I'll send you an email or something like that. That but, is hundred percent correct. Is that's it? What oh. I would say was, yeah. That, okay, that's cool. exactly what I do. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm saying it's hundred percent correct, but I don't know if, I mean, yeah. I, or I'll this lie. Is what I think is correct <laughs> or you lie. It depends lie. on what it is. Well, I mean, it depends on what it is. Like, so, um, one of the meetings I had, they had asked me a question um, and I had not even considered that question ever. Like when I was writing it, when I was doing anything, it was something about uh-huh. like, if you could compare it to, they were asking specifically about the pacing of the You're show, right. what pacing would I consider it to uh, consider it with? Um, and I was like, I haven't thought about the, the, the pacing. I haven't even gotten that far yet, but I was just like, um, yeah, I've been watching Scrubs, so I would consider, you know, it's the, and I just started talking. Um, and they were like, oh, that's great. We love that. So it wasn't necessarily a lie. Um, no, that, that doesn't sound like a lie. That just sounds like you, cons- you considered it and came up with an answer. That doesn't <laughs> but, sound but, like a lie. But I, but I never, but it's not like Scrubs, though, a little bit. But I don't know, but it's about to be. Why do you think considering that. something and coming up with an answer is a lie? Because <laughs> I know it wasn't like Scrubs. I kind of just said that. Um, but oh, you oh, you mean the pacing wouldn't be like that of Scrubs? No, now it's gonna be. Now that I said that, I'm gonna actually <laughs> <laughs> write it more uh, to right. the pacing of Scrubs. But <laughs> I'm sorry, you're right. It was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it wasn't a lie. It was always supposed to be like that Scrubs pacing. Um, but I do think the first answer is better. Um, because I, I also think, you know, sometimes they don't think you're going to answer all the questions. They know some stuff you might just not know. And I think being honest in situations like that is better. And the follow-up, because it also shows, like, you do the work, which is research if you need to. Yeah, and that is that is 100% true. Um, I got to say, in the past, I was so scared at a bunch of meetings. Like, I was, I was terrified. Yeah. And we talked about this where I had to convince myself to not be terrified <laughs> at meetings. But I was I was terrified, and I one time one time like I totally uh, got caught like lying to get off of work or something like that, <laughs> and I was and I got caught lying to get off of work, and I'm just like, uh, it, it would be so much easier if I just never did that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that would make a much better life. Yeah, and so uh, yeah. So I stopped <laughs> and it's less stressful. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Lying makes me, I don't feel, and then I'll, I'll forget the lie and all that stuff. So it's like, I'm not even liars lose money too. Like when you act like you know how to do stuff and you don't like companies don't like that. So it's like, let's not even start this with me lying except for that one time about scrubs, but that's not the point. <laughs> it is scrubs now. <laughs> well, okay. So, uh, and then after a pitch meeting, uh, 
then if you don't hear from them, then you definitely need to follow up. Usually I follow up right after a pitch meeting to you as well, just like with an email. Yeah, just like a, hey, that was nice. Nice meeting you all. Um, I look forward to speaking with you. Uh, absolutely. And then I often, for me, I will also write something personal because I want to start the friendship as fast as possible. <laughs> Hey, buddy, you want to get some, <laughs> get some food later? <laughs> well, I mean, that's how I do business. I'm friendly with everybody I do business with just because like, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to do business with people that I'm not friendly with. Like yeah. I don't. And so if I can't be friendly with people um, and some people do not want to be friendly and I get it. Um, and, and those people, I, I don't harangue them and be like, no, we're going to hang out, buddy. But uh, yeah, but, I, I, and I get that, but I just like, I like to enjoy the people I work with if possible. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so then for generally, I usually send an email right after, right after a meeting. And then after I would say like two or three days, if, if I think that I should have had a response in two days then i will probably send them a re send them a reminder in four days mm -hmm. and then uh if people don't respond and and usually it's a, like a gentle reminder just like hey as you know what I, I would love to hear your thoughts on this or when will you have a chance to take a look at that um and then if they do not respond after that i would usually send them something again in like six days if it's an email uh, and then if they don't respond to that, I usually wait a week and then I send an email that's like, Hey, Hey, seems like you're not responding <laughs> 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 because at that point, I'm just like, like, you're not responding for some reason. Please tell me, you know, what the reason is. And, you know, if you don't respond to this, I'll just assume you're not interested. That's basically what I write just because I'm like, um, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I just want to cut through the 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 BS part of business because, mm -hmm. like, I do like people, and I'd rather rather everybody knows what the business what business is. Okay, so you're there to do business. Let's do the business part and also have fun. Is what I'd rather do, and so I don't try to I don't try to pretend like I'm not doing business with people. Gotcha. I will ask them direct questions. Mm. What's a and, what's a good question to ask? Okay, so let's say you have a pitch meeting and they're like, hey, we're, we love this thing that you told us about. We're going to follow up. And then they keep saying, oh, we're going to follow up. They're responding, but then you haven't had, I guess, whatever the, the next meeting is you're supposed to have. How do you usually send that email? I, I will send an email. I will, I will be as straightforward as, hey, when can I expect to hear from you? Or when will we do our next meeting? Okay. And then maybe suggest a date. Okay. Yeah, because it's business. It's not, it's their job. They're <laughs> like, everybody's doing their job. So just be straightforward. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, just be straightforward. I'm about to send that right now. <laughs> so thanks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's not a problem to be straightforward. And I think that you know, always like get the business out of the way and, uh, and the best way to get business out of the way is to be straightforward. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
uh and then uh just always be uh polite and uh check your spelling oh <laughs> uh, yeah that spelling gets me sometimes I, I i used to try to write emails as fast as i could i don't know why i was just always in competition with myself like how fast can you finish all this work um but yeah typos typos just make you look unprofessional they absolutely do um by the way i would say i'm I'm starting to think that that networking the question that i had for networking is the one that i've been using i think it's i think it's good i like it i like it a lot just because it, it has it has at every networking event and it, and and at every networking meeting it has like gotten us comfortable um because everybody's there to network, but nobody wants to say that they're to network, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is really funny, but it's just the way it is. You don't want to be just blatantly like, I'm networking. Yeah. That makes sense. But uh, it, it just rinses all that away. I like it. So uh, use that liberally, everybody. All right. So that is the end of the Arts Academy podcast episode about uh, pitch meetings. Um, and I did reference our networking episode. So if you want to, listen to that full episode then go back and listen to it also we did reference the uh, uh how to make a tv pitch deck meet uh episode so go listen to that episode uh if you want to as well i will put the links in the description so you guys can access them easier that's right everybody that was headmistress roxy hayes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I am Dean Victor Vernado. Thank you for checking out the Arts Academy podcast, and I will see you later. Make sure to visit us at artsacademypodcast.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.